You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Meet their newest trading platform, Think or Swim Web. It has all the essential tools and strategies in a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Think or Swim Web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. The most interesting thing in tech, the Department of Justice has finally released its antitrust claim against Google. And it's a little narrower than I expected. The report, which I've now read beginning to end, focuses mostly, almost entirely in fact, on Google's dominant position in search. Doesn't focus on Google's acquisition of YouTube, barely focuses on the way that Google uses its search dominant to advantage its other products. There's very little about the mechanics of the ad market where Google owns both the buy side and the sell side. It's very much about search. And the argument is that Google has used its market power and its muscle to build and maintain a dominant position in search, and then it makes it impossible for there to be a competitive marketplace, makes it impossible for a new competitor to arise. Essentially, more specifically, what Google does is take your mobile phone. You have a mobile phone, it is almost certainly 99% of the time running either iOS, Apple, or Android. If it's running iOS, Google has paid Apple billions of dollars to be the default search engine on iOS devices. And no one, basically no one, changes their default search engines. So if you buy an iPhone, you're going to search through Google. You buy an Android phone, well, Google owns the operating system. You're going to be using Chrome and Google search is going to be built into it. Also, Google has set the rules of Android, even though it is open source software, to limit forking and to make it very hard for Google not to be the default search engine on all Android devices. So that's the Department of Justice claim that Google has used its muscle, billions of dollars, it's gotten this position, nobody can possibly compete with it. And because of that, consumers suffer. Because there is no competition in search, limited competition in search, consumers get a worse product. They don't get privacy protections, the ad market functions in a way that is inefficient for everybody. It's just not a good deal. Google's response is, wait a second, wait a second. We're the dominant player in search because we're good. People like us. We're really good at building a search engine. And in fact, Google became a dominant player in search by beating out a robust competitive marketplace, including well-capitalized, bigger 
companies. So Google says people use us because they like us. And sure, sure we pay Apple for good placement, but we're not locked in on a phone. You can change it. You can change the default search engine on your phone. Piece of cake, it's just a couple of clicks. In fact, in their antitrust rebuttal, they have a nice video showing you exactly how to do it. So we're going to court. This would probably take a long time. How do I think it will shake out? Well, unfortunately, antitrust has become political. It is the rare issue where there is bipartisan support, but it has become politicized in part because so many Republicans accuse Google of weighting its algorithms against them, which of all the things the tech companies do really isn't one of them. Democrats in the House committee went further than the Republicans on the House committee wanted to go. In any case, it has become a partisan issue. So my guess is if Trump is reelected, there will be strong antitrust action against Google and it will continue for a long time and Bill Barr will help drive it. Biden is elected, I bet you there's a compromise. Maybe Google stops paying Apple to be the default search engine. Maybe Google rejiggers Chrome so that it's easier, even easier to switch search engines. Maybe Google has to pay a huge fine that is given to other search startups. Maybe Google has to license some of its search data, who knows, but I bet you there will be a compromise. In any case, that's the most interesting thing in tech. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.